cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com, Jane Malachi. And uh, we've got a special guest joining us in just a short while. Now, you probably are already familiar with Markets Mondays, which we do with Markets.com. And you have met Solomon, who's been uh, on the show a couple of times. He's the CEO there at Finalto, um, who run Markets.com here in South Africa. And I'm very pleased he's in the studio with us this morning. So you are our special launch guests, and we are doing this morning this way because of Markets.com. It's nice to have you here, Solomon. How are you? Morning, guys. Good to be here. I'm yeah, good. yeah, it's good to see you. And you were also at the Sia Khaleesi documentary last night. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. What a, what a, what a launch. Um, good great stuff, function, huh? Good event. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward. Public should go out and see it. Good story. Real Excellent story. story. And everybody is talking about it. So just to let you know, in case you don't already know, whether you're a new trader who's looking to start for your first time ever uh, trading a safe place where you want to begin and not make too many mistakes and not make too many terrible you know, decisions about things that you don't entirely understand. Markets.com is good for that, but it's also good for experienced traders who are looking for low spreads, multi-assets, and high-tech. You will find that Markets.com suits you perfectly. A special offer to everyone who is listening to and watching us this morning. You can follow the link on uh, cliffcentral.com. You can register right there with Markets.com, and you will get a 30% bonus on your deposit 30% for nothing. That's a good way to start. So this week, we have a special guest, and you guys have just appointed an official spokesperson. And this is the big reveal. It's regarded as one of the greatest celebrities and sports people in South Africa. He's also um, someone who's very much into trading. So without wasting too much time, I'm going to welcome him down here in all of his glory. Ladies and gentlemen, none other than a solid South African hero and superstar, Brian Habana. Brian, good to see you. Good to be up in Joburg. Um, yeah, it's you know it's, it's interesting coming back here every time because it's. I mean, I've, I've spoken to you before. I've met you once or twice before. We've we've never actually talked about sport either. But I always thought, yeah. in the context of this show, that the next time I'd see you, it would be you know with the World Cup coming up or something like that. And here you are with Markets.com. How did this relationship start? I mean, Solomon, jump in if you want to. I mean, yeah, like, Solomon. How did you guys find each other? So I actually only met Solomon for the first time today because <laughs> he didn't want to come down to Cape Town a couple of weeks ago when we actually had the UK crew of Markets.com come down. Uh, um, I think the engagement sort of started. I figure we can't have two celebrities in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> that, that which is true. Um, I think Markets.com, just in terms of their... You know, global expansion plans, they need to sort of try to get insights and you know, raise awareness of what is an incredible platform, not only in, in the UK, but more particularly you know, from a South African, African perspective. Sure. And um, when they did approach me, I was a little bit taken aback because, I mean, as much as I see myself as a very amateur trader, you know, trying to now you know, affiliate yourself with a brand that is as powerful. But um, you've been doing this for a while. I mean, you, in a very different environment, so you know, right. being you know, being on a seven series with, with HSBC or Rugby World Cup with Mascot is, is very much what I know. I think being a part of a platform that is really delivering, you know, at the touch of a in a finger click is, is incredible, but making an incredible difference. So something new, something very amateur in my opinion, but where they are ex- extremely experienced, which is exciting as one well at, at the same time. Well, I found it really interesting to hear from your experts. And obviously, you know, as we go, it's almost like we, we do this, this journey with Brian. And I think for a lot of people, it can be very intimidating to do this stuff. Um, obviously, you guys are trying to make it easier. You're trying to make it accessible to people. 
But there's also room for all those experts, those real power players who know exactly what they're doing. And for those people, this is the platform where they can do all of it at once, right? You see those people with all the screens? <laughs> I'm sure you've seen it too. And um, whether it's the movies or it's real. Yeah. No, it's real. Like 10 no, different screens and they're watching all these things at once. I mean, to me, that would be very intimidating. But obviously, there are people who do that and they use markets.com as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Gareth, when I traded uh, back in the day, traded multi-currency. This is before you mortgaged your house. Before for, I mortgaged right. my house. That your wife lost. didn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't know. You heard no. about this. Yeah, I heard about it. I, I think everybody's about. heard about this, except poor Solomon's wife <laughs> at the time. She was the only one who's like, what? My house? <laughs> <laughs> she still thinks we've got an house. <laughs> uh, but before I did that, I mean, I've had, I've had multi, multi-screens, five screens. I can tell you right now, three of those screens were sport channels. Oh, probably non-related trading activities, oh. and just one was a Bloomberg screen, and half of it was Reuters. So don't be <laughs> fooled by the by the multi screens. Um, I think also you're right for the for the expert trader, for the guy that's out there that knows what he's doing. You know, when we when we looked at our strategy, our plan for 2023, and we looked at the attributes of our platform, we looked at the what we wanted to achieve, and we stacked it up against. Uh, against Brian and all that he stood for in his public profile. Mm. It was a no-brainer for us. To, uh, it was a good partnership, so it works. Well, I mean, Brian, you've obviously got, because you are one of those people in South Africa who's done you know, an incredible job on the field, you've made the country proud, you've also since then gone on to do lots of exciting things, and you must have people throwing ideas and offers at you all the time. How do you choose what you do and don't want to get involved in? Because a lot of it is saying no, huh? A lot of it is saying no, and again, I've been very fortunate that you create a brand while you're playing rugby that you know has been able to create a bit of longevity. Sure, for, you know, organization because like a lot of people will say, "Oh well, as soon as the rugby stops, so, everything yeah. stops," and it normally does. I think for, for a lot of guys, for it a lot does. of for a lot of athletes, and I mean sure. the transition period in an athlete's career is probably the most t- t- spoken about narrative globally. I mean, I think there's a stat in the US that 70 percent of Retired NFL players within five years of retiring, either divorced, in jail, have committed suicides or bankrupt, which is scary. Um, and you know, that's that I think goes. So I've been very fortunate that you've created a brand where, you know, you potentially have been eloquent you know, in your post-match interviews, but you know, created an image that brands want to associate with. And again, the privilege of doing that, you know, five years on from retiring and you know, having an approach, you know, with an incredible organization like Marcus.com, but also then, you know, being intellectually able to match up to the expectations and, Starting a couple yeah, of businesses. If, if, yeah, if you'd been hitting the head too many times, you're sitting here going, Marcus.com, I don't think you'd be very interested. Yeah, not quite and also, you would, you would feel like, oh, what the hell am I doing? I would feel very overwhelmed. And, but what I think is really cool about you know, the platform for me and, again, you know, sort of exploring crypto and you know, the whole environments and having a financial advisor who sort of backs sure. me and offshore funds and stuff like that, but being able to educate yourself and learn about global environments, which I think is really key because you know, if you're just going to keep yourself in a cocoon uh, in South Africa and not look outside of our borders, you're going to find yourself very stuck in, in a couple of years. And for me, as an amateur, being able to have a very simple, easy-to-use platform that potentially does have the opportunity, should I become more experienced, I think there's like 3,000 tools. I, 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 did a, yeah. I did a baseline um, yeah, yeah. A sort of quick case study uh, with one of the incredible people behind the scenes in Eureka last weekend. She was going through, you know, oh, Brian, do you sure you want to leverage that or leverage this? I'm like, no, no, I just don't want to lose my money. So um, <laughs> can I put a, a stop loss at that certain point, making sure that right. I don't actually do certain things? But, that- but uh, first of all, I just want to say it's, it's so great to have you here for our first show from our new premises, both of you. 
But it's also really nice to be able to talk about this stuff because, frankly, this is what a lot of my friends and I are often talking about. Mm. You know, bright conversations have, have always included sport. Yeah. But they, these days it also includes, you know, what sort of things are you buying and selling? Yeah. What are you doing with whatever money you have to invest? What kinds of things? And, and you share this information with people you care about because this is how we make our lives better. Mm. And really, if, you, if you're finding ways to turn one rand into two rand, that's a hell of a lot more interesting to me than us talking about the weather or what your star sign is or your favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> no, 100%. But I think in the, in the very volatile world we live in, you know, we've seen a lot of crypto collapses in, in FTX and, and yeah. things that have, have happened recently. A lot of people have lost a lot of money because they potentially wanted that quick buck, which I think, unfortunately, for the longevity of it, you can never make a, a quick buck. And what is really cool about platforms, you know, that allow you to, as a simple, easy-to-use option, get an understanding. I think where markets.com is great and differentiates, it gives you that education. You know, it does. It has the support that you need should you need to explore things a bit, a bit more in depth. I mean, 3,000 tools. I'll be happy if at a point in the next five years, Solomon, I get to about two or three of yeah, those Yeah, sure. Tools. I mean, listen, I think you and I are some way off of <laughs> no, the derivatives. No, hedging and derivatives. No, no, no hedging and derivatives. Right. And I, still don't, I still don't know how to short something. I mean, that's, you've got to show us how to do that one day. That's a beautiful thing when you short it. Yeah, because you can see someone's failing and you, you kind of bet yeah. against them. I mean, if you go along something, Brian, you'll see when you start to mess around on the platform, you go with information that's publicly available. Yeah. To short something, there's no information. You've got to have an intrinsic conviction of something that's not yet available. Right. And you then enter the short and you wait it out. So it's very difficult. And I would say if you're trying out for the first time, don't just load a short on. Mm, no, because no. information well, I understand what a short is so I think a lot of people you know, I'm not going to put on a short to, yeah. to trading a short <laughs> is something very very different and I think that's the brilliant you know, to be able to educate yourself uh, on a simple to use platform I think is really key and again for the amateurs like us um, it's not only nice to look at but very easy explained which I think is great so listen if we talk about your incredible rugby career and here someone said Listen, you get rugby players and then you get World Cup winning rugby players, <laughs> different lanes. And I think that's true for you. And we can't go every milestone along the way in your career so far. But you are still considered one of the fastest wingers in history, if not the fastest. And many people um, don't know this, but you also hold the joint record for the most tries in a single event. Now, if we look back on your career, and I, don't, I know you probably have less desire to be nostalgic than the rest of us. <laughs> but it is a World Cup year coming up, yeah. and you may be there. I think you probably yeah, are going probably, to be there, yeah, definitely, definitely commentating, be there. telling us definitely. what's going on, yeah. doing an analysis of what's happening. How do you think South African rugby is looking at the moment? Leading into 2023, I think it's probably the most competitive we've seen in the global game, which is brilliant. Uh, we saw France go unbeaten, you know, beating the top 10 teams in, in last year's calendar year, which is, I think, last done in the 1960s. Yeah. Ireland beating New Zealand in New Zealand for a series victory, first time ever. Um, what I was really pleased about, you know, seeing the Springboks at the end of last year, playing against Ireland, playing against France, was the brand of rugby they were playing, you know, running the ball out of their 22, some really good decision-making. I think there's a lot spoken about refereeing decisions. Um, you know, best that, that be, always, best that be left alone. But I think what I was really encouraged about is seeing their willingness to play. And in a World Cup year where we probably have to have our most difficult path to actually winning a World Cup, where we face Ireland in the pool stages, France and New Zealand in the quarterfinals. So you know, one, two of the four top teams in the world at the moment won't progress to the semifinal, which is scary. And then you've got to face... New Zealand or France again in a final to win it in France. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be tough, but 
I think seeing where the team's going, I think the overseas experience that's coming, some incredible young blood that you know has really been given the opportunity to excel at the highest level. You know, someone like Damien Willemse comes to mind. Right. He made his debut at you know, 20 years old and has gone on to become a key figure within that plus side. You spoke about the Sia Khaleesi documentary. I think as inspirational figures go, I don't think you're going to find anyone better, um, not only in South Africa, but globally at the moment. So it is going to be tough. I think Jacques Ninaba has definitely got his strategy. Um, you know, a greater squad, I think he's blood like 60 players over the last two years, which you know, gives him that pool. But going to France and doing it will be extremely special. You know, backing up 2019, which for sure. me was probably, and again, I say this with all due respect to my team of, 90, of 2007 and the team of 95, I think 2019 was probably the most transformative we've seen that Springbok side go on and do something spectacular. And if they can then go on and, you know, win it back to back, create history in their own way, you know, that they will write their names you know, in the history books deservedly. I'm trying also to draw parallels here. And Solomon, I think it's important when you're a trader to be calm and composed and not like lose your shit when things don't go <laughs> sure, your way because sure. that can happen, right? Sure. And you were always like that on the rugby field. You've been like that in your own life. I mean, you know, a lot of people spin out of control because either their careers are going really well and they don't know how to deal with that or because it's going really badly and they don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. But being a trader, it's kind of important to have a, a consistency and, and to be paying attention the whole time and not react to everything. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. Just speaking from trading, I mean, uh, you've got to be poised. You've got to be your right calm. I mean, you won the World Cup of trading. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know so much about that. But absolutely, you've got, you got to be calm. You've got to be, I mean, take a professional approach to it. Even if you're doing it, like I said, uh, I said this in the past, if you're doing it as a, as a hack, mm. really get involved, read the information, be calculating, put on your stop losses. Um, and I think if I look at, once again, when we stacked up, our, our, our brand ambassador for the year 2023, and we looked at the way you've approached the sport, it was pretty much in the yeah. same kind of ethos. And you, you know, you had a professionalism on the field. You were like, were well poised. You always were where the ball was, seemed to be, <laughs> even though you were on the wing. But it was just, um, it, it's just, it's just kind of similarities that just matched. Yeah, well, there's a very nice com compliment here from Snae, who says, one of the best moments of my life was when I watched Brian play in England in 2015. What an amazing guy. And, you know, you also do, and it, it's, not, it's not just me who thinks this. You have this reputation of being this all-round good guy, which is hard <laughs> to cultivate these days with social media and with, you know, everybody being asked their opinions on everything that has nothing to do with what they actually do. Mm. And people are sometimes tempted to say, oh, well, I stand for this or I stand for that. And then they get into trouble down the line yeah. because now they've said they stand for two things that are actually yeah. diametrically opposed. Mm. It's really hard to cultivate the kind of support and, and, and love that you have and to yeah. keep it going for a long time. Do you think very carefully about, obviously you do, but do you, do you consider all the options that are put in front of you, not just from a sponsorship yeah. and alignment point of view, but even in terms of, and I kind of, how much you share with people who you don't really know whether they're in it for you or whether they're in, in it for themselves. Yeah. You have to think about these things. You do. I'm going to be brutally honest, Gareth. I don't get it right a lot of the time. Um, I'm very much extroverted, so I probably shoot my mouth off in private conversations more than I should and just involve everyone. But I think being calculated in how you respond has become really critical in this world of social media where you know I think we refer back to when we won in 2007 yeah. 
we were wondering how many Facebook friend requests we were getting. You know, there was no Twitter, no Instagram, that's, no TikTok, no Snapchat, none of that. So I think we were fairly protected in, in that case, but also then building a brand on various verticals, which I think is incredibly important. So in how you engage with the media, how you hold yourself when you go to an event and someone gives you a business card, you throw it you know, in the trash can because you know, that might potentially get become useful in five or ten years after you retire. So I think it's nurturing relationships, which has been incredibly important. You know, I'm still an Adidas ambassador. I've still got a Land Rover, you know, driving a, a Defender five years on from retiring. And, nice. you know, cultivating those, you know, is really important. And building long-term sustainable relations for me, even during my career, was very important. I was never in it for the quick buck. And I think when that sort of mindset comes in, people view you differently and they value more than just the brand. So it's not just about knowing, you know, the CEO of the organization. It's about knowing those at the back end that produce goods that help people on, you know, on platforms like Eureka did for me last week and engaging in a way where people holistically feel like you're adding more than just a face to the brand. You're bringing in value. And, that, and you're not just on the take. You're actually bringing the value yourself. And, and you're adding to the whole organization. You're not just coming in, you know, to having no. a quick buck to get out. And I think that's been incredibly key for me throughout not only my rugby career, but the post environment as well. And, you know, hopefully the relationship with Marcus.com can go on for longer than 2023. Well, Solomon, are we going to, you're not going to let us watch every trade he makes because that wouldn't be fair. But I mean, there are people you can copy and follow on markets as well. I mean, if we, if we want to see what some of the, the big names are doing, we can do that, right? Yeah, we don't have what we call a copy trading product at the moment, um, and that's quite intentional. But yes, we do have, what we do is the, the law of averages, so we'll tell you where most people on the platform right. have a direction they're moving towards in a particular instrument. And we might just put uh, Brian in his own category and give give the public a sense of where Brian's trades are. No pressure. I haven't, I haven't lost. No pressure. I've, I've been we'll on for two weeks. I haven't <laughs> lost just yet. Um, Good. I've had some growth. I think Good. there's, um, again, how you vary where in your trade has been a very educational standpoint for me. So not just doing one thing. I mean, crypto can be very volatile sure. if you want to go to it. And we know what the last you know, year or two has been like. But again, commodities, if you're looking at future trading, something like you know Microsoft that has been doing really well. But then Disney, you know, bought the Marvel, you know, consortium, which, again, where Marvel's going in the next four to five years, you know, will that be progressive? Um, You know, day one was exciting, and then day two saw me retract a little bit in terms of, you know, where my growth was. But I think it is maybe something we need to chat about exactly how much of that public knowledge we share, Shalomon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be the reason people lose money. So, all right, I mean, a lot of people want to know about you know, rugby, so we can get into yeah. that. But but I, I do think it's also kind of curious to me. You played rugby with a lot of these guys on the field every day, every week. You know, you were practicing together. You saw each other all the time, mm. traveling together. Are you still mates with a lot of the guys from the teams that you were in when we won the World Cup back in 2007? And so we do have a Rugby World Cup 07 group. Um, a WhatsApp group? A WhatsApp group. It's and it's not, just you guys and no one else in there? Just us, no one else on there. It's not on mute, like Mr. Anastasio said. Um, yeah. We engage pretty much. I think once you're sort of done with that chapter, you know, guys move on. But I think who has been incredibly instrumental in keeping the cohesion of that group has been John Smith. Really? Um, you know, whenever he's in town, you'll get the guys, you know, together. I saw he was with Johan Miller last week. He was out in Cape Town a couple of weeks ago. He had a golf day up in Pretoria where a lot of the guys come. So we definitely do keep in contact. Um, Matt Gittau, out of Australia. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say it was a drunk call uh, at about midnight, <laughs> but he was standing next to South Africa, whose birthday it was, and sent me a message. Uh, Juan Lobe from Argentina, who I played with. So I think there wow. is, you know, certain guys that you do. And 
I'm getting very fortunate that I got to experience an overseas culture. So playing in Toulon and being in France for five years was an incredibly valuable experience and you know, learning curve for me as not only a rugby player but as an individual. So you know, the contacts and connections that you have there, um, some closer than others. Um, you know, John de Villiers and Skulkberger are inseparable. Um, I saw they were with Farid Dupree on, on this weekend as well. So oh, really? there are really great connections. I think for me, what was also key is that as much as I understood rugby was a very big part of my life, I tried to not make it my life, which I think was important because there is just so much more to life than rugby. And I think, you know, going into the next phase of my life and, you know, I've got a stand-up call with my co-founders of Pay Me Now in about the next 40 minutes and making sure that my prep for the week, but you then cultivate and nurture different relationships. And the, the important ones from a rugby perspective are definitely maintained and then kudos to someone like John Smith. You know, I sort of popped by and I saw the, the Khaleesi crew here last night. And there are certain relations that you want to try to continue building. Um, but also as you move chapters, you know, making sure that you understand where you're going and, and who you're involving, you know, within your circle. Because, you know, your circle then will probably mean, you know, where your success and failures lie. Yeah, I think that's such a good point. And, and obviously you want to keep up some of these connections, but you also... You, you want to meet new people and do new things and, and talk about evolving into different directions. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, that's one of the things, I suppose, that makes the finance world such an interesting place to play. Because you do. You meet fascinating people who come from all kinds of backgrounds and who are all in it to learn as much as they can, to figure out what's going on, hopefully make some money along the way. That's kind of an important, <laughs> that's kind of an important that's goal to have. That's the end game, right? Right? That's yeah. That's the end game, yeah. So, all right, this is a new partnership. That's what we're announcing here this morning. It's a really big deal, and I think it's really cool that you guys at Markets.com, Solomon, have managed to get Brian on board. And also, I think it's fascinating for you, because you're going to get to have these guys as your resource mm. to learn along the way, which is something we've been doing with Markets Mondays from mm. the from the get-go. Absolutely fascinating. I think for me, you know, you've got, my wife calls me a bit of a squirrel. I've got chestnuts in, you know, various different pockets, but I think it's always... Does she know where all of them are? <laughs> I've had to write everything down. Um, she gave me a Bible to write everything, and I said, well, that might get lost. So let me do it on a, on a password-protected note on, you know, one yeah. of the apps. But I think it's incredibly key, and, you know, for me, it is really about upskilling myself first and foremost, because you unfortunately, particularly as a professional sportsman, if you don't understand financial markets, if you don't understand, you know, how to trade, if you don't understand what investments you're making, and you're not constantly, almost on a daily basis, keeping up to date with that, I've lost a lot of money because I put my trust in somebody else looking after my money. So if there are certain environments where I can take a small portion of my portfolio, um, and I know that if I educate myself, work hard, keep tabs at it and, you know, have growth, you know, that potentially helps should something else go wrong. And I say to people for crypto, for instance, my philosophy is it is a part of my portfolio that I know I can lose, but it must, I must make sure that it's not a big enough part of my portfolio to make my whole portfolio crash because Correct. the volatility of that is for me just too vast and too big. And um, so it is about for me learning, opening another opportunity, which is extremely exciting. It really is. And again, knowing that that little you know, cove of chestnuts, you know, is protected because I'm educating myself and I can hopefully, you know, start teaching my little boys who are now eight and four eventually, you know, how important something like trading is, how important it is to look after your money. How are you budgeting? How are you investing in certain environments where you understand what's going on? Because a lot of this time, as normal human beings, we never understand. So that for me is, again, a key Or we learn too late. I mean, like, I wish I'd learned this stuff at a much younger age because... You know, you could take advantage of understanding the markets and, and, and turn, you know, a little bit of money into 
a lot more money fairly quickly if you know what you're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, it's going to cost you. And I think that's also what's nice about this platform. You decide. And by the way, always have to say this because I can see Manamane is looking at me like, you've got to tell them this is not financial advice. I know. Okay. This is not, we're not giving you financial advice. We're giving you the opportunity to do this stuff. But no, nobody here is no. telling you what to do with I'm it. I'm no Busi Tembequire. No, exactly. But even, even Busi Tembequire will say to you, I'm not giving you financial advice, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So Solomon, very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a good year for us. Um, I think we're excited about the brand. We're excited about what we've got planned for the brand. Um, it's great to have Brian on board. Um, he'll be attending events. He'll be the face of markets. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of opportunities for our clients to engage with him. Um, the market will offer a lot of opportunity for for robust trading. We built up to the budget speech coming in Feb. Oh, yeah. We get, yeah, absolutely. We're going to see, um, clearly we've got the Eskom effect, Eskom bonds. We're going to see real rates move. We've got the U.S. as they build up to the 2024 elections. Is there a recession coming? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would even argue that in some markets, recessions, yeah. yeah. Um, in recessionary times, markets start to open up. So from a trading perspective, recessions not, not, does not have a negative impact. In open markets, you can start to trade and your losses are a lot less. Hmm. Tighter markets, spreads are narrower. Um, you, you don't really have opportunity to make as much money, but in recessionary times, you do. So there's the, there's the good and bad, I suppose. But overall speaking, from an economic perspective, recession is not a good thing, clearly. Sure, of course. But means the average consumer has less to spend Absolutely. and they feel the pinch a lot more. Absolutely. But for day traders that are at home, that have worked through this, we've been through the, the lockdown. We, we've gone through the process of analysis. So youngsters have become smarter, sharper. Mm. They're mm. clued up. And for now, they prime themselves for putting on something to, like you say, make extra or additional cash or do something responsible. I love it. And I think that markets.com are doing a great job here. It's also worth you checking them out if you haven't done it already this morning. We're giving you a 30% bonus on your deposit if you start today. Just follow the link on cliffcentral.com. Brian, it's so good to see you. Solomon, thank you very much for coming to our first broadcast from our new premises, which I hope are going to be the home of many more great guests just like you two and like Aki and Lebang, who were on for the first hour or so this morning. I'm excited as can be, and this is just the beginning. So thank you, gents. Very lovely to have you here. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. That's it for us from this morning. We will see you tomorrow, 6 a.m., bright and early. Cliffcentral.com.